You're listening to Gypsy and a Gentleman. We are your hosts, Rick and Gypsy, and this is an adult entertainment podcast about our sex life. Oh, and spoiler alert, we just started swinging. So this is for anyone looking to get a voyeuristic look into a non-monogamous marriage. Have you ever been naked with your partner? Ready for some naughty time with strangers, only to realize you're not sure what your partner's green and red flags are? That's what we're going to discuss today on Gypsy and a Gentleman, and we might even get a little naughty in the process. What are we talking about today? I thought we'd talk about boundaries. Boundaries? Yeah, like what does a newbie boundary conversation sound like? Like how do you navigate that? I don't know if we've ever had one. Not like a formal, like, do you want to do this? Do you want to do that type of conversation? No, I don't think we have. So this should be fun. Yeah, this, this is going to be interesting. We So we're new, like new, new to the lifestyle. That's why we haven't really had this formal kind of formal conversation. I mean, we've talked about a little bit, like what we like and don't like and comfort levels and things, but... Um, we've really only had a couple of experiences, like sexy experiences, playtimes with other couples. I guess in part of the process in living the lifestyle, we need to know what those boundaries are. Right. In small talk, we've talked about it kind of here and there, but we, we, need, to, we need to put it out to the world so it becomes real. Oh, yeah. Our sex commandments. We're yep. laying them down. Yep. Let's lay down the commandments. Let's <laughs> figure out what we're comfortable with, what we're not comfortable with, and uh, we'll go from there. Okay, well, I think the first thing that's really important that you know we've talked about is like the number one thing, the number one boundary is us, is our relationship. Like our ultimate boundary is is you and I. Like there aren't actually any rules, so to speak, that we could cross that we can't come back from because we're hundred percent committed to each other at this point. Like, and we can talk about anything, so we can really get through anything. Yeah, I agree hundred percent with that. I don't think that I could do anything or you could do anything that we can't get through together. That's what makes this, I think, really, really fun, you know, is we're doing this new play thing with each other and, you know, learning more about each other. And obviously I think boundaries are fluid. So, you know, what we're comfortable with today, you know, we may not be comfortable with tomorrow or in a different situation, you know, we might not want to do something that we said we wanted to do, you know, those kinds of things. So yeah. Or stuff that we're not comfortable with right now, you know, a month from now, I might be comfortable with that. Right. And so it's really just about listening to each other and and respecting each other and what we we're comfortable with or not comfortable with. Uh, But like so there are things, though, that I know right now for sure that like you are more uncomfortable with than not. So like you're a very heterosexual man. So uh, if I was to go and try to set up some homoerotic fantasy that I had, that just wouldn't be very uh, respectful. (laughs) When you say homoerotic fantasy. Are you meaning like guy play involved as well yeah like two guys kissing in the shower Yo. <laughs> i will tell you right now that that is something i will never be comfortable with right so <laughs> hard line boundary that is a hard line boundary that i i won't cross that one Damn. i'm sorry like <laughs> i'm sorry Oh, so like I said, every situation is different. So I think the best way is to talk about what turns us on. Like, I think that's, you know, low hanging fruit right now is what turns you on, what turns us on or what potentially turns us on. Maybe there are things that we haven't done yet that, you know, sounds like it would be fun and, uh, you know, create a little O-ball toy of if it fits, stick it in. I do like to stick it in. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. No, I like to stick it in. So let's talk fantasies. What is your number one fantasy? Hands down, uh, threesome with another girl. Mm-hmm. But with that comes a lot of pressure. Ooh, yeah. 
the pressure. So much pressure. Cause I mean, it's one penis and two, two vaginas, right? So, so many holes to fill. So <laughs> there's that, that pressure that you have to perform to satisfy two girls. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Cause there's so many holes to fill. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we flip that though? And it's not just a pressure for you. Like you and I, you know, we raise our hands up and, and high five and you and I tag team the girl. We're going to Eiffel Tower a girl? Yes. I like that. See, and now the pressure's off you a little bit. And now is on this other pretty unicorn that's over here. Pressure's all on her. Like, just put it on her. It's her job to satisfy you and I. Yeah. And I mean, she doesn't have a penis that needs to get hard. True. But that takes the pressure off of you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So tell me more. Why does it turn you on to have a threesome with another girl? It's the strangeness, the, the intrigue of a stranger opening herself up to you, you know, like the first kiss of a new woman. There's, I think there's a certain appeal there and it's not just the first kiss. It's just any kind of intimacy that, that happens in a sexual environment. And you've got this woman who's allowing you to touch her body in a sexual way. Now there's two of them. You know, are you getting hard? Um, not yet. Do you want to get hard? What do you mean? Do I want to get hard? Are you are you getting turned on? Like, do you want me to come suck your cock while you talk about this? Yes, I do. (laughs) Okay, you want to try it? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. Wow, this took a turn for the better. Gypsy's on her knees now, um, crawling over to me. Uh, right. Oh. And she's unbuckling my pants. Uh, what was I talking about? <laughs> A threesome with another woman. Um, everybody says that, you know, every, uh, that feels good. Every vagina is different. Every penis is different. And I don't necessarily think that, you know, any vagina is better than another one. Um, it's just new and it's exciting and it's different and your mouth feels really good on my cock. Oh yes. So having two women at the same time, you know, one of my, my biggest fantasies is, is part of that. Oh, threesome is two women working my cock at the same time. Maybe a mouth or tongue licking on my balls while the other one's working the shaft or, you know, that first time when a woman you've never been with before just straddles you and grabs your cock and puts it inside of her. And at the same time, maybe you're straddling my face and I'm, you know, licking your pussy or something. Um, or maybe you're kissing her and rubbing her clit while she rides my cock. Um, uh, or maybe I'm doing her doggy style and she's licking your pussy. Like it's a win, win, win situation for everybody. Well, that was, that was fun. Oh, I'm out of breath. My gosh. Like (sighs) I kind of want to bend you over and have sex with you right now. I say we record. And put that microphone right by your mouth and I binge over this desk. <laughs> I don't know if that'll be. And you tell me what turns you on about a threesome. Or you tell me about a fantasy. 
Okay. Oh, so I'll tell. So, oh, fuck. I'm like all shaky now. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm going to tell you about my fantasy. And Rick is unbuttoning my pants. <laughs> oh, I really want to explore another woman's body while you watch and tell me how fucking hot it is. Like you direct it. Like you're my my sexy tutor on how to please a woman. You are there and you stroke my hair and tell me to feel how soft her skin is. And oh gosh. Oh my god. And Tell me to go ahead and, and cup her breasts and just feel like how soft oh, and smooth her breasts are. And you know, I'm your oh, I'm your student, so you tell me to oh, rub her nipples and kiss her neck and nibble on her ear oh, and go down on her, like kiss my way down and just like feel all oh, that sensual stuff. Oh my god, Rick is fucking me right now on the table. <laughs> oh, it's oh, it's distracting. <laughs> oh, so it's really my fantasy to uh, get to really explore another woman's body in detail and have you watch and help me figure out what to do because uh, you have way more experience than I do at that. Uh, uh, pause. Time out. We'll be right back. Oh, and we're back. Yeah. Uh, we're both sitting in our own chairs. Yes. You have your space and I have my space. Yeah. And my cock is not inside you in any way. <laughs> no. Sadly. Yeah. I just filled two holes within a matter of five minutes. Oh, yeah, my mouth. Your mouth. And my pussy. And your pussy. This is a good day. Yeah, maybe next time we'll do anal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of boundaries. Boundaries. (laughs) Okay, so now that we're all nice and primed and warmed up for this sexy conversation. Wet and hard and primed. Yes. Let's get into it. Every situation is different, right? So. Right. Like, what would have been okay with our very first wild and crazy friends isn't necessarily okay with new friends. So a little backstory, we had some friends that uh, we ended up in this really crazy wild, wild west sort of situation. It was amazing. And uh, again, like, I mean, we fucked for, you know, five hours. It's it's Rick's superpower is being able to get hard again. And so when they would finish or sort of finish when they would do the first, uh, he, didn't, they, he didn't finish. Right. So when they I would did. multiple times, <laughs> when, when Rick would take a lap, <laughs> yeah, got he'd go get a drink and then come back and they would sit there and watch us. And then he would get hard again. And then, you know, Rick was just back at it. So, I mean, hours, hours and hours and hours, we had no boundaries. It was, what do you call it? It was Mad. It was Mad Max. It was Mad you, Max. I mean, you hit it right. It was the Wild Wild West. There was no rules of engagement at all. Yeah. So we 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 didn't even know at that time what the lifestyle was. This was just that amazing, like, oh my God, unicorn. Jesus just turned water into all kinds of wine type moment. He turned it into lube. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
so much lube. It was fucking awesome. Anyways, <laughs> so we, you know, they were friends of ours, so we were very comfortable with them. And, you know, so it, in talking about boundaries, for instance, separate rooms. So in, in that night, like we had sex on every available surface in that house. So when we split up and went to different rooms, um, that was, it helped you because then you didn't have to focus on, oh my God, there's another, like, I don't think you meant to be competitive, but like, am I staying hard like him type situation maybe? Um, yeah, no, it wasn't, it wasn't like a competition of, can I stay hard like him? We're naked in front of people we've never been naked in front of before having sex in front of them. Um, am I going to be able to perform? Can I maintain an erection in this awkward situation? Gotcha. So, so when we did split into separate rooms, I only had to concentrate on one vagina and one cock and I stayed hard forever. It was great. Right. Well, not forever. But also well, not forever. He but, stayed hard forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did. This is and, a problem I have. <laughs> but um, so that first time, though, we all had sex in the living room. With each other for probably a good two hours ish yeah. with water breaks or whatever. And then eventually we split. So many rug burns. Rooms. Yeah. So many rug burns. Yeah. Anyways. So the point though, with all of that is just a little backstory on like what experience that we do have being newbies that we are like the sex is great. The sex part is cool. But it's, it's kind of the navigating the lifestyle part of it with, with dating and you know, the setting up of the profile and dating and getting to the play itself that we're going, well, how, how do you do this? It just happened so naturally last time we did this. So things that would be okay for us with them, like separate rooms wouldn't be okay with somebody that we just met because we don't we, really know them. Right. We don't really know them very well. No. And it would just make me feel more comfortable to be able to like reach out and grab your hand type, type of situation. So, yeah. and I don't think that's just a you thing too. I think for me as well, because we don't know those people, um, I would want to make sure that I know that you're okay and that you're safe and that, you know, at any given time I can look over or reach out and touch you and like being in separate rooms, that can't happen. Right. So, so what about the opposite of your fantasy? What about you, me and another man? I think that this question might act or the answer to your question actually might surprise you. I think that I'd be okay with it. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it would have to depend on the guy. Oh, sure. For sure. It couldn't be just any Joe. Like it would, it would need to be something that somebody that I also click with, like somebody who is kind of like me. We laugh at the same stupid jokes, like <laughs> the same stupid movies, you know, that somebody that I would be a friend with. The same could be said with me. Like I wouldn't want just any random woman coming into the bedroom either. Like I would need to get along with them if I felt threatened by them or something. I'm not threatened, but if I, if they just rubbed me the wrong way, not, not literally. Figuratively. <laughs> but obviously literally too yeah uh then you know that would be kind of a no-go too so i mean i guess it's the same now i i would like to point out though that i'm not gonna rush out and try to find another guy oh man like if i definitely happens, thought that that was what was gonna happen no if it happens <laughs> it happens but i'm not gonna go out of my way to go find this person but yeah i'm okay with it okay so like situation where you know, maybe we're at a party or a hotel takeover or something like that. And you go get a drink and the line's long and I'm just standing there, you know, bebopping like I do. And somebody comes up and approaches me. How do you feel about that? 
What do you mean by approaches you? Oh, I guess we need to get into a little bit more than just approach. Sure. I guess. uh, So they come up and they're flirty with me. Like they touch my arm or maybe put their arm around my waist. Like, hey, how are you doing? Like they're just being really flirty. How is that? Some flirting is okay. Um, And I know that you're probably okay with it because we have gone to a hotel takeover and you experienced that. Yeah. At this moment in time, I'm not comfortable with hands on my wife. Unless the three of us are going to go do something or the four of us are going to go do something together, but just a random guy dancing next to you. And, you know, of course you're topless and he's got his arm around your waist (laughs) or arm around your shoulder or whatever. Like you're not his girl. So like a touching on the shoulder or the arm, you know, like that's fine. And saying you've got nice breasts. That's fine. It really is. That's good. Flirting is fine. But when it comes to putting hands on you, like you'd like to meet this person first. Like Absolutely. It, it, would, it would be something that you would want to like if I came thumbs back, up. Yeah. If I come back from the bar and some dude I've never met has his arms around you, I'm not okay with that one. Right. But I mean, you are. But it's different if we've if we've had conversations with these people or we you know, like just some more introductory type stuff like at some point you've laid eyes on them and there's been a cool dude type conversation with them yes or yes some sort of interaction with them like i give you a nice wink wink nod nod (laughs) that happened right in in the pool like but the only reason i was gave the head nod and the thumbs up is because we had talked to them yeah we had um interacted with them poolside the husband had made it clear that the wife was attracted to you and you slash me and you i don't know um but he was also attracted to you and we had conversed at the pool and then a little while later i was talking to somebody else and i looked over and i gave you the wink wink nod nod thumbs up that or him actually because he wanted to make out with you Mm -hmm. i gave the thumbs up and i was like you know have fun well and it was funny because i freaked out a little bit because not only did i make out with him but then he's like he said oh my gosh you're a great kisser and i was like oh thanks and i even gave you props and i said i learned from the best you know i have had a lot of practice with with uh rick and then he's he you know motions his wife over and it's like you gotta try this she's a really great kisser <laughs> so like the ego stroking there was so good like hardcore Pro moves. I cannot wait to see these people again. It's like barbecue food off the grill. Like you got to try this. So good. <laughs> so good. Um, and, but, but we hadn't like, you had been given. So, cause we hadn't really talked about these things beforehand. You hadn't given me a specific thumbs up from making out with the wife. So I was like, I don't know if this is okay. Is this okay? It's okay. Well, and in my brain, I rationalized it. I was like, well, it's a woman, so it's gotta be okay. Right? Yeah. And was it? Yeah, it was fine. Because also because we had talked right with them, we had interacted with them. But right. like somebody I've never had a conversation with is putting his hands on my wife. Like, yeah, well, I, I'm not cool with that. Like the question, like if you were sitting there and I went to go get a drink and I came around the corner and some woman I don't know is giving you a blowjob, or let's say you know the uh, like somebody we had kind of talked with and like making out was cool, and I come around the corner and she's giving you a blowjob. Like, how would you handle that? Me? Yeah. You would just get a blowjob? As of this moment, I would not let it happen because I don't think I would be comfortable with that. Like that would be going too far, even with like, somebody that we had had that conversation yes, with a little bit. Yes, because now you're talking about a sexual activity. 
So we've experienced that a little bit, even with, because we, we there's that respect, you know, we want to make sure that it's, everything's okay with each other, that you're okay mentally, that I'm okay mentally. So mm-hmm. yeah. before escalation happens, you're like, hold on, I got to ask my husband, you know, or hold on my, like, let's get some nods and winks from yep. my wife. First. And that's our right. And, and, yeah. and it's fine. Like if anybody judges us for that, well, then. It's not worth hanging out with them. It's not worth hanging out with them because we have, there are just certain things that make me uncomfortable that don't make you uncomfortable and vice versa. Yeah. Actually, I don't think anything makes you uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) You are a slut. Slut is slut. I just warmed up to it really quickly. (laughs) Yeah, you did. That's a really good point leading into that. So like, what about fairness? Like that tit for tat type of thing you know, what's good for the gander is good for the goose. And what I would say, no, not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, it's about personal preference and what you are comfortable with slash tolerate and vice versa. How would you feel about the blowjob thing? What would, how would you react to that? You came back from the bar and came around the corner. I'm sitting at the side of the pool getting a blowjob. If it was a completely random person, I would feel a little taken aback right now. What if it had been the girl that kissed you? I would have been totally okay with that because then it's on like Donkey Kong. (laughs) But if I came back from drinks and you're at the edge of the pool and the husband was licking your pussy, I would not be okay with that. Okay. One of the things that we've talked about is you going out and playing without me or me going out and playing without you. Mm -hmm. I am okay with you going out and, and playing as long as you come back and give me like... Every juicy, sexy, steamy, sorted detail, like as a play thing for us back when we get mm-hmm. back in the <laughs> And see right now, bed. I'm I don't think I'm comfortable with that. The idea of me going out with another couple and having sex with them, and it's not because it's another guy. We've already determined that. Mm. But doing something without you, just completely without you. I don't know if I feel comfortable with that. That's fair. Like, and I, I mean, maybe, maybe I would in the situation, you and, know, but, but the, so the question that I have for you though, is, do you not feel comfortable with that because you're not comfortable with it? Or do you not feel comfortable because you'd be nervous that I would ask for the same thing because well, fair's fair. Maybe a little bit of both. Okay. Um, cause I don't know how I would feel if you came to me and said, Hey, this couple wants me to go be their unicorn. For me though, it turns me on when you talk. So one of my favorite things is to be riding on top of you and you describe for me, you fucking another woman. And so for me, you know, maybe I would, I mean, I've in, in the past I've had issues with, you know, if you've been somewhere else on a business trip or whatever, and you're going out drinking, I, I, I get a little envious because you're having that experience and I'm not. So I may feel that way, but th- so that's why there's the caveat of you go and you come back and you share every sort of mm-hmm. beautiful detail. Is it, would it be different if it, um, if it was people that we know versus people we don't know? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think as long as they weren't batshit crazy and tried to steal you away, like no, don't go I, on dates on Tinder with that, you know, but. Well, no, that's, that's what I'm getting at. Like, oh. um, if we had friends that we have been with before mm. and I'm out of town or whatever, and you ask if it's okay, if you go play with them, I would be way more open to that versus I got a message on a dating site that we're on. Um, they're looking for you know, a unicorn and they've asked if I would be interested. 
Right. Well, and we've never, we don't know them. We've never met them before. I'm not okay with that. And that's a little bit of the protective thing. I'm not worried about anything bad happening to you, whereas you're worried more about things bad happening. Although you have been roofied before, so maybe I should I be more concerned. But yeah. Um, but no, you're right. It's It would be more safe if it was with people or a person that we knew. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I understand that. Anyway, so the, the point that we're trying to make there, though, is like just because, you know, Rick is uncomfortable with something or I'm not, like, I, I'm not asking for tit for tat. Like it's not a, there's no scorekeeping or equalizer or anything like that, especially because I'm a lot more comfortable with things than, than Rick is. So it's not, you know, it's, it's just about respecting each other's like comfort levels right now. And, and we recognize that those are fluid too. I mean, we're, we're so brand baby new mm-hmm. you know we're like two scared little lost puppies clinging to, to each other trying to figure out how to have a good time humping the other dogs that want us to hump them so yeah and i do want to be clear is that i like watching you get fucked by another man oh yeah i also really like watching you fuck other women and so it's not about you know me not being around and you you know having sex with somebody else like i enjoy watching you get fucked okay so We've talked now that we've talked a little bit about things and we're kind of warmed up with this conversation. I have a list of common kinks that I want to run down and see yes or no. What are our current knee jerk or penis twitch reactions to them? Okay, cool. Lay it on me. Baby. All right. So female, female, male. Yes. Yes. Male, female, male. Yes. Yes. Soft swapping. Yes. Full swapping. Yes. Watching. No. Okay. I'm not into that. Would I don't, I'm not into sitting in the corner on a nice comfy chair, jerking off, watching two women do it or watching you do it with another guy. I don't like to be on the sidelines. Like if I'm there, I want to be participating. I don't think I could sit in a room and watch, watch something like that. Not, not be in it. I could. I totally could. I've had like very vivid fantasies of sitting in like the chair in the corner playing with myself while you're going to town with somebody. Okay, but that extends to watching. So just like strictly watching, like you are not invited to the party. You're just you're. There's a fourth wall, and you don't get to cross it. That's a no go for you. That's a hundred percent no for me. Okay, well it's not for me. Zero interest for me. Does are would you ever be open to me watching? If that's something that you would want, I just said it was. Then yes. Okay, cool. Because you're one. You're in the room, right? You know. (laughs) Okay. It's not like I'm running around. I don't know if I could keep my hands away from the situation. I don't know if I couldn't try to put my hand in the cookie jar a little bit, but you know, from the standpoint of right now, it's, it's like making me wet talking about it. So, um, but okay. So what about watching when you're, you know, we've, we're with a couple and I'm still going at it with him and you and her have kind of finished things up is watching then. Okay. Yeah. Because I was involved. I'm in it. Like, if I wanted to, I could reach over and pinch your nipples, slap your ass, get a hard on and start fucking again. I'm, so still, like, I'm still in the mix. You're like Tyreek Hill. Like, I, you got to go out every other play and it's okay, but you're still there. Yeah. And you're going to go back in at some point. And that's happened or- before. I mean, you were drinking water watching you suck a cock on the couch or, you know, whatever. Like, right. It's, that's different. That's a little bit different. Okay. So what about snuggling? Yes, before and after, please. Okay. Sometimes it makes me feel, you know... uh, Wait, with strangers or with each other? (laughs) With the strangers. 
It depends. It depends on the situation. Snuggling for us is more of a like feature of how hot it is after we're done fucking. <laughs> yeah. No, I, for me, it would depend on the situation um, because we have connected with a couple and we got our clothes and we got the fuck out. We did. And um, I felt bad, but at the same time, I was so in my head that I, I needed, I need a breather. You need to get out. Yeah. Yep. But then with our other friends, you know, there were times where she just like sat on my lap in the, in the chair and like kissed on my neck while we watched you guys fuck. Well, and at, you know, when we were really done, done, when we actually finally reached we'd lay on the bed and the marathon end, we'd all just kind of lay there and talk and just like gently stroke and yeah. It was good. So again, it's one of those things that just completely depends on the situation and the comfortability level. Mm -hmm. Okay. Girl, girl play. Depending on the situation again. Um, Yeah. I mean, girl, girl plays how a lot of the scenarios started was the girls kicking it off. So is this like a me sitting in the corner and watching girl, girl? No, not necessarily. (laughs) Because I'm not, I'm not interested in that. I know you were a little busy when I was describing my fantasy. So let me read. Let me me just like, there's a closet over here. Let me just come out a little bit. I think I'm a bisexual. Like I really. Yeah, you are. You're just now coming down to that. (laughs) I've realized that one for a little while now. Oh, well, I really appreciate and love women's bodies. And I think it's exciting to. You've eaten pussy. To eat pussy. Multiple, multiple times. It wasn't just like a one thing. You're like, eh, I'm not really into that. You enjoy licking pussy. I really do. Yeah. You're bisexual, honey. (laughs) So like if the, if the, if it was, um, you know, a threesome situation where you are okay to penetrate me, but she's not okay to penetrate her. Like is the penetration the part that makes it you involved or, you know, is there an equal amount of, like maybe she's there really just to play with me and you get to play, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm okay with that because that's, those are personal boundaries. That's technically it's a threesome soft swap with her. Yes. So like she, she may kiss me, but she doesn't want me to touch her or penetrate her in any way. I'm okay with that. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. I honestly thought that you didn't, you're like, nope. I got to be able to be in there. Like it's, I got to be. I would like to be. A hundred percent. I like foreign vagina. I like strange new things. <laughs> um, but you know, I love your vagina. I've told you that a lot. A lot. I love your blowjobs and I love your vagina. And on occasionally I, I like your butthole too. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. So, I mean, if there's another woman involved and she doesn't want to be penetrated, that's, that's her boundary. And those are her, that's respect that and it'll still be fun yeah but i really would like to penetrate her <laughs> duly noted Duly noted. oh that's exciting i didn't know that yeah. I, I really had no idea this is this is why we're doing this yeah oh cool i put hot wifing and hot husbanding but really we we i think we beat that horse already so we're just gonna skip over that how would you feel if somebody messaged us on a dating site and said we find your husband very attractive um, my husband wants to watch me fuck your husband. He just wants to sit there and watch me get pounded by your husband. I think first, because I'm me, I would think about your reaction and I think you wouldn't be, I think you would be uncomfortable with that. But if you were like, well, I'll consider it. What do you think? Um, if we're asking me that. Or what if it's a married couple like us? Um, and it's the same scenario, but he's not there. My husband has picked your husband out to come fuck me in a hotel room. I think as long as we knew for sure that that was true. Mm -hmm. Again, it comes back to, 
me being involved in the play afterwards where you come home to me and tell me about it in like really hot, steamy type situations. Yeah. Those kind of situations make me nervous because you never know if the people are actually being open and honest. Yeah. It's like, yes, my husband picked you. We want to, he wants me to, to fuck you. And then it it turns out, no, his husband had no idea. And now he's pissed. Yikes. Like, well, fuck. That's how you get murdered in a basement. Yeah. So I, I, would probably tend to to shy away from that kind of situation. Yeah. I mean, if it was some, if it was a couple that we knew and maybe we'd played with and stuff that that's a different, I mean, that's like, so the next one on the thing is same bed, different room type situation, which we're okay with. We are okay with. And again, it's situational dependent. Mm -hmm. We really need to be comfortable with the couple. And then it's a kind of in a protective thing. And I do feel that way about you too, where I I can tell that you're starting to get anxious. I want to be able to fluff your penis for you. If you, you know, are, are going soft and you're feeling some kind of way about it Mm -hmm. and and for you you just want to be protective of me because i can't like throat chop people if i needed to be like going in dire situation there but you know what i mean yeah no i love to chop throats so (laughs) (laughs) so but what about you with the opposite i think i'd be okay with it if we knew the people right you know if and not just know them if we were friends like we had a, a a slightly more intimate relationship than somebody yeah, just messaging like they us. come over they come over and you know for the Super Bowl and barbecue with us type friends right like, yeah yeah go have fun okay cool man I didn't know that either yeah but well, I mean they I'd have to be very comfortable with them not just people we've met once or twice like, yeah oh I totally understand we've known them for a year now we're very comfortable with them our kids know each other you know whatever yeah yeah go have fun. I, Every, every onion layer of the relationship with these people would. Yeah. I give them a high five and I say, Hey Steve, have fun banging my wife. (laughs) I got, I got to get up early in the morning, but you guys go bang my wife. Oh man. That'd be so great to be able to outsource. Like sometimes we have a lot of sex, but sometimes Rick is like an overactive 17 year old and my poor pussy cannot handle it. So if I could outsource that shit. (laughs) I'm just well, putting it out there. And let's, that sounds great. Let, you make me sound like this fucking wild stallion, but let's be honest. Like I fucked my dick to lobster red color. Uh, I mean, it was, it looked like I fell asleep at the beach naked <laughs> for eight hours. It was beat red. It looked like it'd been pickled. Like, <laughs> it looked like a pickled sausage. It was so fucking red and it was so uncomfortable, but I kept fucking. Because I love that foreign pussy. I love new pussy. I love it. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. How about kissing? How do you feel about kissing? I'm completely okay with kissing. I think that kissing brings um, an element of intimacy to it. I like it. I like the sensuality that comes with kissing. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you're willing to put, I know some people aren't okay with it. Like kissing is that special thing that they save. No kissing. They're their spouse we're just whores <laughs> we're just whores there is no fucking kissing and i respect that okay but for me if i'm just willing to put my mouth on a foreign cock but i'm not willing to put it on their lips like that just seems for me that's just yeah it, it's a missing element of that sensuality that i really enjoy mm-hmm. I, I think you too i can eat ass but i can't kiss the, the woman <laughs> Like, right. yes, please lick my butthole, but don't you dare kiss me. Well, you know, buttholes are actually cleaner than mouths. So, I mean, maybe that's a thing. I've heard that. Yeah. So. I don't know if I can believe, like, I can't get my head around that. Yeah. I'm totally into kissing. <laughs> yeah. Kissing is a go. Okay. Anal. Yeah. I like anal. 
Oh, anal is such a struggle for me. It used to be, and then it, there for a while it wasn't, and then it was again, and it still is. Listen, women's bodies change, okay? They just change. It's a thing. To be honest, anal is for, some, for me is something that is like a week-long prep. Like this, it's like getting ready for a pageant. Like there are things that have to happen and I have to be horny for that whole week leading up to it because there have been times where that's happened. And it got better for me too when I started really fantasizing about anal and I started really just playing and with myself, like getting, um, you know, like anal plugs and, and stuff like that. And like I said, just kind of building it this thing up. And then the best anal that we've ever had was when I controlled it, when I was on top yep. and I, you know, did the things and you know, cause that, that, that helps with the pucker factor, right? Like it's hard to relax when you're waiting for somebody to impale your ass. Yeah. So actually I, I know the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. You're admitting it. I love this. Why would I not admit it? I don't know. So I'm, we're talking about anal. Yeah. Gypsies pegged me. Oh my God. This podcast is, is, is just like opening up our world. I had no idea that you would be so, oh, Open. It's a sexual thing. I'm, I love it. It doesn't make me gay. Oh, no, it doesn't make you gay. It makes like how many uh, erogenous nerve endings are in your butthole? The prostate. Yeah. The man's G spot. So Gumby, our one listener out there. <laughs> yo, if you find a special woman that's willing to fuck you in the ass, let her do it. It's fun. it's not like a regular thing, but if I can take that dick. It's fun. Okay. Dildo. So that, that was my, that's on the list too, is pegging. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm down with it. What about with another couple? Uh, like her doing me? Yeah. Oh, it would go back to that extreme comfortability with somebody. That would be another level of That's a whole nother level of friendship there. <laughs> I mean, we might as well be living together in like a four-way marriage because- Letting somebody else into that little uh, bubble of fun, that's, that's a hard one. Okay. So, probably, right. probably not. I don't know how I would feel about watching another woman peg you, to be totally honest, because it was a really intimate thing for us. And as a woman, I thought it was like empowering. Like, I'm the one controlling this, and I'm the one who's doing the thrusting. Like, it was... Yeah, I mean, you were pounding me. I was, I was like, high. I was like mm-hmm. drunk on power. Like, I am the man. You will take my cock. <laughs> you did, yeah. I mean, I did. Okay, so how do you feel about DP? Uh, I'm okay with it. We tried with yeah. our with our friend couple. And how did that go? It was really hard to keep a hard penis. And why was it hard to keep a hard penis? Because uh, at that point we had already had sex multiple. I'd already had multiple orgasms, and now you know the you know the the husband was like, "Hey, let's 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 DP my wife." And I'm like, "Oh shit!" And so now I'm like trying to squeeze my cock in her ass, and it, it's just like wonk. So what I'm curious about, though, is was there any like penis touching anxiety? No, I don't. I'm not too worried about that. I mean, in a way, there's only a a small thin membrane between the vaginal canal and and the the anus. So our dicks were going to be rubbing up against each other anyway. (laughs) Um, No, it, it, it didn't bother me being that close to his his junk. Like our balls would have been banging against each other's. Yeah. Um, It was just about. I'd already had sex multiple times. Now the pressure's on to get this cock hard and in her ass again. Like, fuck. It's a lot of pressure. Under pressure. Mm-hmm. For me, 
Because I, again, it would be like a week-long pageantry type of situation because anal just is, is, is hard for me to get into and relax and really enjoy it. And it's good when I do enjoy it, but when I don't enjoy it, it's it's not good. And and then there's no like tell it like I can't tell my brain to make my butthole work. It just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're not thinking you're not ta- thinking about the podcast anymore. Are I'm you? thinking about the double penetration. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about that scene on the couch. Like, come on, Dick, come R- on. Rick, has this, this is it. <laughs> this, has- is, this is it. <laughs> Rick has this like really dreamy, almost sleepy. He's somewhere else. Look on his face. Reminiscing, you know, like, oh man. I I would be open to trying it. I just think it would would take a really special, another guy to, to do that. And I'm going to say it, it would need, they would need to have a fairly small cock. Mm. (laughs) Like my size. No, I mean, okay. It couldn't be bigger than yours. Let's put it that way. It could not be bigger than yours to, to go in my ass, to go in my, my pussy. I guess it would be okay, but to go in my ass, it would have to be smaller or, or some intense play like days and days. Um, all right. So BDSM play. We've tried it. I think I'm still kind of on the fence about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried to get into it and I tried to embrace it and I tried to, I don't know if I'm into it. I so am. So this is kind of where the watching thing comes into play for me, because if it's not something that you're into, would you be willing to watch me engage in BDSM play? Like I'd, what are, what are you, it depends on what you're talking about. Are you talking about getting flogged on a cross? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no penetration happening. It's okay. not a sexual thing. Well, I mean, it's a sexual thing, but it's not a, penetrative sexual thing so as long as you're the, the penetrative as long as you're getting to participate so if you're on the other side like i'm in a cage or something and i'm getting flogged and you're on the other side telling me what a bad girl i am and like kissing me and like touching my front and maybe know. running a little feather along your clit as you're getting whipped from the behind right like, oh man that's such a good idea yeah so i'm i'm okay with that okay um but i wouldn't just stand there and watch somebody blindfold you and, and throat fuck you Got you know, it. or whatever. <laughs> Got it. Okay. <clears throat> and now the last one, and this is a big one that's talked about a lot on a lot of different podcasts and people talk about it in, you know, when you're like having conversations with people, um, is taking one for the team. So would you, like, I can't even believe that that's a question. <laughs> we don't do that ever. That, we, that, sh- that should be like the number one sexual commandment is we don't take one for the team. Right. Either you're attracted to both people or you're not. I think that's important. I do. Uh, What about when, like, let's say, because you're right. I don't think we even need to spend a whole lot of time talking about that because, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're not into it and it's, it's not fun. Like it's, this is something that we're, we're doing together. Yep. Now, what if, what if this is a scenario that's very likely to happen or has happened actually, but what, what if going forward, we're playing with a couple, it's going really well, we really like them, we, we know them, you know, we're in a situation where we would be comfortable playing like in separate rooms. Like that's our comfort level with this couple, right? Okay. And you get a migraine. Does that stop all play or, you know? No, because it hasn't stopped it before. Well, but we're talking about boundaries going forward. Like, how, you know, like if- it, it kind of depends, um, again, on the couple. Like if we don't know them really well, I mean, obviously we're playing in separate rooms, so we, we know them well enough. It depends on, I think it depends on the, the, the situation. Like if we meet them at a sex club, right? We meet up and we go to the playroom or I don't know. Cause you know, my migraines, when I have a migraine, I have got to go lay down. I've got to, you know, stick myself in the 
the stomach with a shot mm. and I need to pass out. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? I need to go get a cab. I need to drive home. You know, I need, I need to get well, home from no, wherever if, we're at. If we're in a situation where, you know, like I need to take care of you for like, I obviously I'm like, I got to go. Like that's, you know, but if we're like, let's say we're at a hotel takeover and we've been there for several days and we know a couple that we're playing a couple doors down or whatever. Yeah. That's a different story. So yeah, that, um, and that's it, okay. Cause that's the same. And same thing that I, it's like, happened before. Yeah. And, and I would feel the same way. And again, for me, it would be the same thing. Like, tell me about it. You come home. So, yeah, you know, I think these boundary conversations are really good. It's honestly, it's one of the reasons I think the lifestyle really opened us up to each other because if we can talk about how we want to be fucked by other people and watching each other be fucked by other people. Like what can't we talk about? Poop. <laughs> no, we talk oh, about yeah. no, that. We do too. talk about that as well. <laughs> so I think it's just this really beautiful vulnerability and sharing and connecting. So, you know, I don't, I don't really think of this as really a boundary conversation per se, but more like just a deepening our understanding of one another and respecting one another. And communication. Yeah. I mean, really, that's what the boundaries are, is just communicating with your partner yeah. and with the people you're hooking up with. Yeah. Making sure that the lines of communication are open, that we, we understand what we're kind of getting ourselves into. Yeah. And that wraps up this episode. Thanks for lending us your time and ear holes. Gypsy and a Gentleman is a Room 77 production. And if you enjoyed today's shenanigan-packed episode, please leave us a review and a five-star rating. Remember... Every positive review is worth at least one gypsy blowjob. If you have any questions for us or just want to connect, follow us over on Twitter at Gypsy and a Gent or shoot us an email at rg at gypsyandagentleman.com. Thanks for swinging by today. We wish nothing but good things for you and your genitals. Until next time, keep having sex with strangers.